This episode of Another Great Day is brought to you by Jude. Taking sad songs and making them better. It's Wednesday, January 18th, 2023. I'm Aaron and this is Chris. Hello. We'd like to welcome you back to another great day. All right, Chris, I have a question for you. Ready? I'm ready. In fact, kids, anybody listening right now, here's the question. What is your favorite dinosaur? I'm going to allow a pause for young people to say dinosaurs. A pausasaurus? A pausasaurus. Uh, <laughs> my favorite dinosaur since young age has been an ankylosaurus. Ooh, I knew that from a previous episode. That's we right. We talked about that. I think episode two, actually. Maybe so. Well done. Well, my favorite dinosaur is a thesaurus. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of thesaurus, today is (laughs) National Thesaurus Day, which is not a dinosaur. It's a book. It's a book that helps you understand vocabulary words, similar words. takes a word and makes it better, just like Jude, taking sad songs and making them better. How about that for a segue? Yep. Connecting. Indeed, indeed. The word thesaurus comes from the Greek word thesauros, which means treasure. The first thesaurus can be traced back to a Greek grammarian named Philo of Bilbos. I might be saying that Biblio, wrong. Biblos. Biblos. Okay. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate that. The first modern English thesaurus, thesaurus was written by an English physician and physiolo- philo- philologist. Okay, Chris, <laughs> what is this word? Dag nabbit. Philologist. Philologist. <laughs> Someone yes. who's an expert of Phil's philologist named Peter Mark Roget in 1852. I'm imagining it was Roger. He's probably French, but living in England. Uh, this is an interesting little piece of information here. The word thesaurus means treasure in Greek. Hmm. And hmm. then it says the person, the grammarian who who made this was Philo, which hmm. I'm pretty sure uh, means word or letters or something like that. I wish I knew more Greek. Of Biblos, which is very close to the Bible. Interesting. Are any of these connected? Someone out know. there who knows Greek. In fact, mm. I know multiple people who've taken Greek in a Christian studies environment who might know these words. Hit us up on the thing, Aaron. Throw the another, tag in there. Another great day podcast at gmail.com. Perfect. I just say it epically. Because this is such an epic thing that we're talking about. Thesauruses. Thesaurus. Thesauruses have taught me a lot of great words over the years. I've learned a lot of good vocabulary words, which has helped me to become the salesman that I am today and have helped me in this podcast. So it's nice to know different words. God's created all of these different words for us to know, and it's kind of cool to know them. So it's like uncovering buried treasure. When you learn a new word, you find a new treasure and you can use it. Put it in your lexicon, which is your vocabulary. And now it's part of your daily words that you use. All right. Well, Chris, did you want to ask me a question? Yes. Uh, Why did the sentence go to the beach? I don't know, Chris. Why? To catch some pun fish. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's so bad. It's the worst joke I've ever heard in my life. 
I'm not even joking. I read that earlier and it's so bad. <laughs> oh, kids, I hope you I hope you got that. That's just bad. Sunfish, um, punfish. Oh my gosh, Chris. Well, let me ask you a quick question. What kind of concert only costs 45 cents? I don't know, Aaron. A 50 cent concert featuring Nickelback. <laughs> this is for you, Wes McFall. <laughs> Puns and 90s uh, references. That is truly terrible. And for that, we should be shut down. Anyways, <laughs> well, this next segment is called the question of the day. And if you're new to this, we'll ask the question. I encourage you to stop down, answer this question with those around you. We'll give you about 10 seconds to answer. And if you need more time, feel free to pause the show and come right back. All right. Today's question is, what's your favorite word? That's right. Word. All right, you ready? I'm ready. All right, Chris, welcome back, everybody. We hope you enjoyed answering that question. What's your favorite word? Chris, what is your favorite word? Recently, my favorite word has been the word nomenclature. Ooh, what does that mean? I've said it too many times, I think, recently. Sometimes I get stuck on a phrase or a word, and I feel like I overuse it. And I use it in slightly out of context situations. Uh, nomenclature, I just looked it up just to be clear. It means the devising or choosing of names for things, especially in science or other disciplines. It's when you mm. choose the right way to call something. It is the word, the name of something, the exact name of something. So can you give us an example? Um, the correct nomenclature for this audio experience that you are experiencing is podcast. This is a podcast. Wow. That is fantastic. And now I feel like I get it. So if a kid was using the word nomenclature, let's say you're a first grader or a second grader and you're using the word nomenclature. I've got got one, one, Chris. Yeah. So if, you're looking at, let's say, a a sentence, and it says something like, the girl ran. The girl would be a noun. That's the mm-hmm. right nomenclature for girl. Verb is the right nomenclature for ran. That's fantastic. I love that. Good job, Chris. Thanks for explaining that. You are clearly married to a teacher. Well done. Now. For me, my favorite word is the word sandwich because I like (laughs) eating them all the time. I love sandwiches. You guys may have heard of paninis. They are grilled sandwiches. You may have heard of just normal sandwiches. I love them, and that is my favorite word, sandwich. Two syllables, easy to spell. It's not a witch found at the beach. It's a sandwich. It's bread. And and actually, I looked this up just for fun. Oxford Oxford defines sandwich as Oxford defines this word as an item of food consisting of two pieces of bread with meat, cheese, or filling between them, eaten as a light meal. Now, some people will say, "Is a hot dog a sandwich?" 
And that is what I'd like to ask you. So we've talked about our favorite words, but some of you have been asking for a bonus question of the day. So I'm going to ask you this as a bonus question of the day. Is a hot dog a sandwich or not? Feel free to discuss. We hope you've enjoyed this question and we'll be right back with today's Word of Wisdom. This next segment is called the Word of Wisdom. We'll um, take a proverb or wise saying and we'll read it and comment on it. We hope you listeners will also take a minute to think about it and talk about it amongst yourselves. Here we go. Today's Word of Wisdom comes to us from Proverbs 17, 6. Grandchildren are the crown of an aged man, of, of aged men. The glory of children is their fathers who live godly lives. So grandchildren are the crown of aged men, which means it's the glory. A crown is not something that someone is ashamed of. If you think about kings, they're not ashamed of their crown. It's something that they are proud to wear. So a grandfather who looks down upon his grandchildren is proud of them. It's somebody, it's someone, grand, grand boy, grand girl, that he is proud of. And that means that their behavior is something that is worth being proud of, that they have lived a life worth being proud of. Which leads me to the next line. The glory of children is their fathers. Again, a father is going to glory in a child who has chosen to live an obedient life. The job of a father and the job of a grandfather even is to help shepherd a young kid, a boy or a girl, to be the man or woman that God has created them to be. It's to keep them between the navigational buoys that the Bible has set out for them. All right. So there are rules to life and the Bible gives us very clear rules to that life. And if we follow those rules, we're going to have good lives. That doesn't mean everything's going to be easy. It doesn't mean everybody's going to like us and we're going to have all the friends in the world. But it does mean that we're going to be following the way that God has created life to be. And in that, our fathers can be proud and our grandfathers can be proud. And I'd even say our mothers can be proud and our grandmothers can be proud. And so that is our proverb of the day. And with that, we're going to bring this show to a close. We want to thank you all for listening. And we hope you make it another great day. In the Phantom Tollbooth book, mm. there is a portion where the main character, a little boy named Milo, is in a fantasy world. He drives this little electric car through a phantom toll booth. So he's in a he's in a made up world that doesn't really exist. It's existing fantasy for him. World. It's a fantasy world that he drove into, and it's kind of like a dream. But he's experiencing as if it's real. So he's driving this little car through the phantom toll booth. He's now in a new place. He's not in his. He was in a, his bedroom, and now okay. he's in this crazy world. And at one point. He's on the road, and there's a sign that says left is where he wants to go, and right, it says the doldrums. <gasps> I remember this go. story from sixth grade now. The doldrums, yes. they're the worst. Don't go there. And he wasn't paying attention, oh. turned toward the doldrums. Milo. And bro. the car slowed down to a complete stop, 
and he met all of the doldrums, which are these little people who say, stop thinking, no thoughts allowed. Mm. And the car was powered by thinking. Oh, dear. So he had to think his way out of the problem. Wow. So he's neck deep in the problem. Yeah. And he had to think of rainbows and flowers and stew and going to school and all that. He had to think of all the things. And slowly the the car started moving again. Now, if I remember correctly from this story in sixth grade, Mrs. McMillan, shout out to Mrs. McMillan, the best sixth grade teacher of all time. The doldrums were monochromatic. That's right. And that's where he met the second character of the book, Talk, the dog, the watchdog. Wow. That's amazing. So did Milo make it out of the doldrums? You'll have to read it and find out. Oh, shout out to the Phantom Tollbooth. Kids, this one is worth reading. Go to your local libraries. And if it's not on your local libraries, we will put the link in the show notes because it's worth reading. 